My Talkers, it is Thursday, August 12th, and it is going to be a beautiful night. We're all going to head down to the Cat Video Festival after this. We'd love for you to join us if you haven't got your tickets yet. And if you haven't, you can still buy them now. So come down and hang out with us tonight at the Cat Video Festival at CHS Field. Thanks, Grant. Thank you. Okay. I, I'm i not going to say any of the names of, of people, but I have a story. I've been upset since i got this news about mid-morning today I know you have and i've been upset about the whole um you know pe- people not wanting to get vaccinated i had to uninvite a friend uh to something because she was the only one not vaccinated and it, it a couple of my friends you know have kids that haven't been vaccinated i'm just like i you know it's been upsetting okay and it's causing it's causing relationships Oh, my gosh, because this is a preventable. What's happening right now is preventable. If everyone got vaccinated, I can't Mm -hmm. imagine what other countries are thinking about all the a-hole Americans that aren't vaccinated while Mm -hmm. they're waiting patiently. Mm -hmm. So, But the reason why I am so upset is that a dear friend of mine from high school, maybe one equal, this gal and I, we are like on the same level of, fun we both yep. mixed with all the groups we loved going to the reunions um she's just she would always come to her chan hassan broadcast just i know who she is love 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 this gal and um you know she you know she did she got married you know like when she was in her early 20s she had one daughter and she and that guy broke up after like 20 years of marriage and she found this really great guy like at some point, and I think maybe maybe like uh, seven years ago, she right. met her guy, and they're just crazy about each other. And I find out this morning, I get a thing that she's she died of COVID, and I'm like, okay, so I have to then I I just I know I start calling. She and her husband went to Sturgis last week. We were there at the same time. Mm-hmm. If I you know didn't know that, but you know. Sometimes people don't like making a bunch of plans with people going well, it's to too big it's too and big. spread out. Yeah, my gosh. But she and her husband, he had a motorcycle, mm-hmm. went to Sturgis, unvaccinated. She started feeling sick on Sunday. They came home early. Mm. She died last night. I'm sorry. I just can't even believe she this. died last night, and he's still in the hospital. Oh gosh. So now her daughter in her twenties doesn't have <sighs> her mom. This gal who is. One of the most shiny, wonderful, sunny people I've ever known. I have no, I, I would just assume that she would have been vaccinated mm-hmm. because she's such a lovely, caring person towards other people. It would right. never occur to me that she wouldn't have been giddy with delight like we were and right. so many other people getting vaccinated and feeling like I don't have to worry about that I'm, you know, going to die from this and so uh, i have this assumption that i just think everybody is vaccinated i don't know Mm -hmm. like i don't know that many people that are unvaccinated you know right and so uh i i was just i was like are you you know yeah no she and her husband were for whatever reason they weren't vaccinated they went to sturgis and I told you how crowded it was there. Mm-hmm. And even just going in, this Delta variant is so transmissible in the air mm-hmm. that somebody could have coughed, sneezed, yelled loudly. And if you'd even walked 
through that air, even like, you know, a, a minute later, five mm-hmm. minutes later, I mean, get any of it. And it the way it works is vicious. Mm-hmm. So she died and she just came home from Sturgis on on Sunday. And it that died last night, Wednesday night. A healthy, mm-hmm. you know, no, she was not overweight. She wasn't diabetic. There was no asthma. She was just like sunshine girl. Sunshine, dizzyingly gorgeous. I was always like, what are you doing? Mm-hmm. They look so fabulous. I mean, and we have a class reunion next summer. And this gal and I and this other little group of us, we're like the diehard reunion. Yes, People who just love it, have a yep, blast. Yep. I am just, I'm absolutely heartbroken about it. And um, I I just, I, I really wish that people would talk to their doctors and, you know, uh, really seriously think about getting vaccinated. Because if you have people that love you, why would you take a chance of making them sad for the rest of their life? Mm-hmm. You know? Oh, I want to cry. It is, I... I I've just been so upset all mm-hmm. day. I'm just my stomach. I'm. I just can't even believe that she's gone. I mean, it's it's shaken our whole high school. Yeah, to Luthi's class, Julia, because everyone oh, truly, truly, truly love. And we, I guess you know, I, I I just really, and I heard someone say to me um, that I do know that's unvaccinated, and and she said she would be proud to get COVID and die, that she'd rather get COVID and die then follow the sheep off the vaccination cliff. And I say to her and other people, you know, we've eradicated about 25 deadly diseases from Mm -hmm. this earth because of vaccines Mm -hmm. from the earth. Our babies don't have to die anymore when they're little. By the time a baby is two months old, they've had all kinds of vaccinations so they don't die, you know, um, it's super sad. It and would be like saying you don't even believe in getting a tetanus shot. You know, oh, I'm going to step on a nail. I'll see how it goes with the gangrene. You know, I'll take my chances with the gangrene. I'm sorry. Yeah, it's I'm just, sorry. And I know- I'm mad because she didn't have to be gone. And right? this does matter to get vaccinated. It matters. And if you have people who love you, you... That's what matters. Might think yeah. about that. Yeah. Yep. How how you're gonna how she? There's no way in hell that we could go. I, I that she even thought this was possible. Of she thought not. I'm healthy, yeah. and I don't need to get this vaccine. It's like a flu. Maybe that's what she yeah. thought. Yeah. Now here it is. A week a week ago, she was packing for Sturgis, probably all excited, going right. on all the beautiful majestic runs. Probably went into. You know, one of the fun bars in Sturgis, or it was crowded mm-hmm. at a campground bar that they were at, and never would imagine, never would imagine that her daughter right. is now without her and all of her friends, and her husband is hopefully going to be okay. And her dad is in his nineties. Right. Oh, man. Shannon, <sighs> Shannon from Seattle says sends you her love. Yeah. She's listening. Claire just called. Live. She's a listener, and oh. she wants to pass on her condolences as well. Yeah. She feels for you right now too. So, but everyone is feeling this way because we're all. Everyone is going to. This is going to happen to everybody. Yeah. If you have people in your life who aren't yeah. unvaccinated, they are playing with fire. They mm-hmm. are playing with their life, and they're playing with other people's lives yeah. because there are people who are not able to get vaccinated. Exactly. Exactly. Kids, 
for whatever other reasons. Right. I, I mean, those things. And some people who have compromised immune systems can't yeah. get vaccinated. There are other people out there. But I'm, I'm just thinking this yeah. is how my friend would have thought. I'm healthy and, mm-hmm. you know, I don't need it and, you know, blah, blah, blah. And it's like well, a flu you and I never flu. get a flu shot, you know. Right. And so, but uh, this, every, every. And, you know, you hear this from people and everyone's like, um, everyone's like, well, you know, it's my own body. I can do with it what I want. But, what, but you have a but responsibility like said, to other people. Yeah, and what you're in. I'm just listening to this. If anyone loves you, think of what you're doing to them. Yes, it's it's critical. Yeah, it's critical. Vaccines are so available. Walk-ins are available. At Valley Healthcare, and they're safe. they're available everywhere. You're not I getting mean, a chip put in you if you're worried about being tracked. I throw mean, away of, your phone. Because that thing knows everything about you and everywhere you've been. Right. And if you are a bad person, the cops will be able to crack right. that and find everything out about you. And the other thing I just want to say is this is tearing families apart because some people are choosing to be vaccinated and some aren't. And they're digging in their heels. Those, you know, well, but you're it, risking death. It, I know. And it's just it's it's so unnecessary. This is a, this is a solvable yeah. problem. And I'm so sorry for your loss, Lori. Yeah. I'm sorry for her family I'm so, and for her I'm, daughter. I'm, and just, I know everyone her. in her yeah. circle is bad, but I think about this and I think this is happening everywhere. People are having wake up calls everywhere. And, and then you're hearing from, you know, the frontline workers that have to go through it. They're again. exhausted. They've got to be exhausted and, everyone, and furious. Yeah. Maybe. And everyone's saying, I wait, can I get the shot now? But it's true. You true. know, Oh, yeah. all right. All we'll, right. Come, we'll come back with Julia's random thoughts. You're going to take us out of this, but I just really, really, really want to encourage feel people. Bad. I and do I too. just want people, if you have people who love you and you're not vaccinated, we'll maybe do it for them. Yeah. There you go. Oh, I saw this story the other day. Do you ever notice that? You know, sometimes I wonder what would happen if. And now. Julia's random thoughts. He looks like that puppet. I don't know. He's had cheeky implants. It's just random. That's all it is. Hey, everybody, and thank you, everyone, who sent us um, notes and emails about sorry for your loss, Lori. And and it's, um, you know, Tony, who listens to us in the south of France, lost her husband from COVID. She's in the north of France. She's Whatever. North of Paris. I, I knew you'd oh, correct me. I know. I love Tony. <laughs> I knew Tony. Could, but she's just saying it's for real. And then we've got another friend who wants to share that. Yeah. Some other people, because just some people have dug in hard for whatever reason, but it's just it's it's people. This have is died. the consequence just, of it is, happening. and it's just. And I'm I I'm, I'm going to miss my friend. I adored and loved my friend, and I'm mad at my friend. I would be too. All at the same time, and then think mm-hmm. of her daughter and the rest of her family. Yeah, yeah. I mean, because it just didn't have to happen. So if you're just joining us. One of Lori's friends passed like in three days from COVID. Healthy. Yeah. Went to Sturgis, got it. Came home early from Sturgis. Went to the hospital. Yeah. And died last night. And for the listener that wants to share it, I will have it posted with our hourly podcast that'll be on the website and it'll be hour two of the podcast that they can grab and then share with anybody they want to Perfect. grab it to. Thanks. So. Thanks, Grant. Yep. Yep. Thanks. <sighs> All right. So how do we switch gears from that? Well, I'm gonna, we have breaking news at four thirty that we're we gonna have, share. Yes, breaking big breaking news. breaking news, but yeah. we're gonna wait for it. I don't even know what we're talking yeah. about. Um just happened. And I think and I'm getting a t ton, we're getting a ton of emails. So thanks everybody. First of all for listening and hanging out with us. And um It's nice to feel like we're back at a hundred thousand listeners again. Yeah. The traffic is going. Yeah, I know. I know. I, I just want to cry right now because some of the comments that people are sharing is that they all have that one friend or that one person who's just won't do it, who they love so much. 
Yeah. But for some reason is just sticking in and not getting vaxxed and everyone, you have to worry about them and you're going to worry. I don't want any, I don't right. want, you know, and, and the person that said that she'd rather get, you know, COVID and, and die than get the vaccine is my very own sister. And I said to her, I said, that would really be great for mom and dad. You know, they would, they would, they would really we'll put that on your headstone. You know, and then I knocked on wood, you know, because I don't even think you should say things like that I'm about yourself. I'm going to cry, Lori. Yeah, she actually said that to me. And I said, you know, and I'm like spitting. And where's the salt knocking? Because right. I sage? don't think you should ever like say that kind of a right. thing. But yeah, my, my mean sister said that to me when I saw her in July. And I was just like, stop tempting fate. Yeah. Because the, this this is real. Mm-hmm. And you could die. Mm-hmm. And then mom and dad would have to bury you. Oh. And then you wouldn't be able to enjoy all your money that you've been so proud of making. <laughs> <laughs> I'd like okay. the end there. I, I'm thank you for <laughs> turning the game. Yeah, and I'm that's gonna, a good way to laugh now. Let's go have some random thoughts well, here, huh? And you know what? You know what? And I that, said that to her. <laughs> I said, well, you, well, that you is, leave your kids your money? You said you wanted to spend it all. You're right. so proud of all this money. Right. She does money have a sister bags. grant that yeah. is just loaded. But just won't. All right. So, anywho. Okay. All right. So, this is something. Today, we're celebrating National Middle Child Day. But since it's the middle child, we can ignore it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well said. And I know that. And and so, this is something that I had to... Holly posted this today on our show page, Lori and Julia's show page. And it's called Dopamine Dressing. And when I say that... I got to No, this. don't look at it okay, yet. I want, you guys, right. I want you to look at me, Lori. Okay. Instead of at the machine. I'm not looking at the machine. I, know. I always look at you. I, know. I just checked my hair for the YouTube audience. I tell you, it, this we think of <laughs> all, all of you watchers. people who've done Zoom forever. Okay. I don't know how you did it. Okay, so let's talk about this, Lori. How, what do you think dopamine dressing is? Okay, dopamine dressing, it's got to be something to do with exercise because that you get dopamine from exercising. Okay. So maybe it's some kind of exercise, some kind of clothing that like works in concert with your dopamine. <laughs> it's got some kind of super dopamine fiber built in. You keep saying dopamine enough times, you think you've covered it? Right. <laughs> that's a BS. And I'm going to use it in a sentence. Dude, that, that's like such a guy BS thing that's to do in so corporate bad. America is just say the word a million times. And at the end of the day, we're all better oh, off because we have more dopamine. dopamine right. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for catching that. I got it. So I here's what it is. I don't know is. at all. Here's what it is. So, did we post this? Yeah, we okay. did today. And it's Fashion Week in Copenhagen. And... So dopamine dressing is one of the biggest trends apparently to emerge from the pandemic. And what it means is it it's a term used to describe mood boosting fashion. Oh, wearing zingy orange. Lisa Renner last night wore green apple um, suit. Wasn't that lime green? Or lime was it green. more like a bright I granny, wasn't Smith granny, granny Smith apple. I uh-huh. used to have a blazer like that. I loved, loved. hot. Pink Mary over um, over in our business office today is wearing this beautiful hot ma- magenta hot pink top, oh. but it's a renewed sense of optimism. So dressing in bright, fun colors. Brittany wore this this lime green, green yes. dress with this gold belt to work when you were gone, and she said, "I I didn't have the guts to wear it when Lori was here." Yeah, <laughs> because I just would have maybe lifted one eyebrow. I mean, pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. She, she sent me a text even before work, and yeah. she's like. Don't give me crap. I'm going to own it. And it looked fabulous. Oh, I bet it did. She could have done a pistachios commercial with that green jacket. She could have. It was great. So that's dopamine dressing. Okay. Looking your own spirits with some brighter 
colors. Our state fair shirt this year, people, is lavender. Oh, I love it. I love so, it that we're having a good splash of color. Because we always do black. Black pretty or much. white. Or... And I always dress in black. I might have to get a lot of color. splashing dopamine I'm going to colors. And... So that's dopamine dressing. So okay. if anyone, that's just a fun new term to use. I'm dopamine dressing today. Okay, okay so mm. um, other things that are happening is that, would you, Grant, you're of the generation, but you're maybe a little bit old. All right, for well, this generation, but you know, my sister watches TV on her phone. Nope. My sister will sit in bed and watch TV shows on her phone. Lily's younger than me, and she watches them on her iPad, not her phone. But I cannot do the small screen. Okay. Apparently, sixteen percent of people have watched TV shows during weddings or video clips on their phone. <laughs> this leads me to two things: shorten the wedding, shorten the number of people who get to give a speech at your wedding because those never go over well, ever. Um, right? I know people who've gotten in fights, lost friendships over speeches at, at weddings. weddings. No joke. No, yeah. this is a true story too. Oh, wow. We've got so many. Yeah, people. Um, Especially if they're in their cups and then they start singing more than they should. Oh, if you know what I mean? Yep. Thinking, Liquid courage. Th- 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 thinking that they're in a bathroom. Funny. And thinking they're, thinking they're at Comedy yeah. Central performing. Oops, <laughs> I'm at a wedding. All right, we do have some breaking yeah, news we when we come back. Okay, breaking news, everybody. Okay, what is it? What? Jamie Spears has agreed it's time to step down as conservator of Britney's Whoa! estate. He just said so in new legal docs. Wow, Lori, that's a big deal. Uh, uh, but the legal docs, here's what is Jamie's lawyer saying. Okay. There are, in fact, no actual grounds for suspending or removing Mr. Spears as a conservator of the state and is highly debatable whether a change in conservator at this time would be in Ms. Spears' best interest. Now, here's where the boom gets lowered. Nevertheless, even as Mr. Spears is the unremitting target of unjustified attacks... He does not believe a public battle with his daughter over his continuing service. Mind you, he's getting paid right, quite a bit of money right, right, right. as her conservator would be in her best interest. So even though he must contest this unjustified petition for his removal, Mr. Spears intends to work with the court and his daughter's new attorney to prepare for an orderly transition wow. to a new conservator. Regardless of his formal title, Mr. Spears will always be Miss Spears' father. He will love her unconditionally and always look up for her best interests. And then he goes on to attack his ex-wife, Lynn, saying she had little, if any, involvement in the conservatorship, let alone even in Brittany's life for the last 13 years. He says her credibility is undermined because Brittany herself refused to even see Lynn when she was at a mental health facility in 2019 which he put her there under false pretenses. If you're to believe everything right. that her her so person he wants to lash out at his ex-wife. Yes, he's stepping back, but not because he did anything wrong. Well, and then I want you to know my ex-wife did, was sucked too. Basically. Yes, that's basically what he says. <laughs> yeah, and then he says that he saved. He essentially saved Brittany when she's in crisis, desperately in need of help. Thirteen years ago, not only was she suffering mentally and emotionally, she was being manipulated by predators and in financial distress. And he came to his daughter's rescue to protect her. And I think he did do that. But he 
is kind of a hillbilly, right? Not a super educated man, and for whatever reason, he went along with my daughter should be in a full blown conservatorship right. for the rest of her life at the age of twenty seven. Uh, maybe he didn't even read the paper. Do you know what yes, I mean? Yes, he yes, did yes, to yes. her dirty unintentionally, maybe. But maybe. then it started. But then it just kept going. And yeah, because I know my parents would have like said, you know, if you're if one of their kids were going through a hard time, they wouldn't want to have us like. Our life locked away forever. No, no of course Because you not. have a chance to get well and right. find out what's going on. He says he never forced her to do anything, including performing. He's really saying a lot. And uh, TMZ contacted Britney's lawyer. He said, we are pleased but not necessarily surprised that Mr. Spears and his lawyer finally recognize he must be removed. We are disappointed, however, by their ongoing shameful and reprehensible attacks on Ms. Spears and others, and we're looking forward to continuing our vigorous investigation into the conduct of Mr. Spears over the last 13 years while he reaped millions of dollars. Right. And I look forward to taking, this is her lawyer, to taking Mr. Spears' sworn deposition in the near future. He's going after him. She wanted, she said, I want to sue. In the interim, let me finish the lawyer statement. In the interim, rather than making false accusations and taking cheap shots at his own daughter, we're glad Mr. Spears has stepped aside immediately. The bottom line is he he knows there's forensic accounting coming. And he's going to get busted. Something. Yep. Something. Yep. And if nothing else, the fact that he was, you know, not, I mean, giving her, making all that money and giving her less money than sure, he got. Sure, You know, he, right. he paid himself. Way too right. much money. A lot of money. <laughs> lot and of her money. allowance was very tiny. I mean, I would be, I would be really, I would hate that too. I, mean, I would too. Yeah, that's not good. And then, um, so he knows that something is coming because yesterday one of Britney's dancers from the circus, uh, starring Britney Spears in 2009. And you saw this saw tour. Saw that one. This, saw was, this was her tour. This was her tour, but it was not the first time I saw her. It was the second time I saw her. Where you her, said she was out of it. She seemed out of it. And anyway, her dancer, Valerie Moyes, um, was on that worldwide tour. Yeah. And yesterday she took to Instagram to share a story with Britney, admitting that one time she was forced to perform at a venue where... She said, I remember crying backstage when Miss B did not want to go back out because there was so much weed smoke in the audience. And she said they dragged her by her arms back to the stage anyway. She didn't want to perform because if the conservatorship caught drugs in her system, she was worried they would take away her kids. Oh, my word. Fans have since dug up the performance clip where Spears is seen not performing choreography at the end of her song Radar in Vancouver 2009, afterward, the, the show was stopped and an announcer took to the speaker to let the audience know it was a non-smoking venue. And then Brittany made reference to the weed at the very end of the concert, yep. saying, drive safe, don't smoke weed, and rock out with your bleeps out. Peace, mother bleepers. That's what Brittany said to everybody. But <laughs> yes. she took, she left the stage. So, you know, that was another thing that, that came um, out, just, you know, other stories. So I think Jamie Spears knows that there's a lot of 
stuff that's going on that um, is not going to look good for him. Absolutely. And that's why he's stepping aside. Yeah, Yeah, I would agree. No doubt about it. I agree. No doubt about it. So, And I hope, Brittany, I hope, uh, you know, that this is the absolutely right thing that, you know, that she's doing and it's, it all works out for her. I feel like it's going to, I do too. I feel real hopeful about it. I do. I do. I think it's good. Let's talk about Dolly. Dolly, she's Dolly, She wrote Dolly a book with James Patterson and wrote 12 accompanying songs. What won't she do? She is she so, is, I mean. Well, she gets up at three o'clock, you guys. I'm, I I wonder if I could do this for a week and see what I'd accomplish. <laughs> I would be sound asleep during our show, Might I might add. But I mean. I mean I'll do it with you, a little challenge. How? A she whole does, week? She does everything. <laughs> I know she, she, she does, does, but I mean, she's so talented. She I, resuscitated I I her husband it. from the cusp of death with that play by Bunny thing for his birthday. Okay. She gave the so money funny. to give us the Moderna, the mm-hmm. Dolly vaccine. Yes, she did. Yeah. She's uh, left two presidents on read. She uh, told everybody last summer, of course, Black Lives Matter. It's not our little white asses that count. Right. Really. She, uh, I mean, she's just the most amazing person and, you know, and in the nicest possible way. She did call RuPaul kind of homely to his face. That was another thing she did. <laughs> okay, that's kind of funny. That's kind of funny. Because there's mean, not she's a, kinder, a miracle worker. But RuPaul is about the most lovely man. Oh, I know it. I know oh, my it. word. Anyway, she's, so. Well, she's got a book. It's coming out next March. So is this what happens when the world's most uh, greatest and celebrated songwriters joins with one of the world's most prolific authors? I guess. To uh, go make, write a book that's going to end up in the vacation book repository at all condos and hotels. To there you go. <laughs> well, that's where the James Patterson book goes. They do. And you're I was happy thinking to about get that one. today because I have so many books right now mm-hmm. and I was going to bring them to my mom's building because they have a bookshelf for yeah. everybody. They also have like Kowalski's. Maybe it isn't Kowalski. Maybe it's the church across from Kowalski's off of uh, Summit and Grand. Right. They have a book bin there where you can bring your books there and then they turn around and And sell them to secondhand book, make money to like give back to something. So I just brought a bunch of books into that repository. Oh, okay. That's a good idea. Yeah. But if I have a good book on vacation, if I'm not saving it for you or my aunt Claudia. still waiting. Malibu. Malibu It never came back with the girl. She's still reading it. She's got a baby. She's got a baby. She let her mom read it first. It's hard to read a book while you're nursing, apparently. It's hard to read when you're nursing. It's hard to read when you've got a newborn because it's hard to focus and keep your eyes open. But is a three-month-old, that's not newborn anymore. Yeah, it is. It is? Oh, yeah, sorry. it is. How long do you consider them newborns? I just said newborn was like like maybe a month. No, I'd say newborn up to four, three or four months, like right in there. I don't know. I don't I, have kids, so. Yeah, I don't <laughs> well, know. She's got a baby. I, Let's just call it a baby yeah, and not fight yeah. over this. No, I know. I know. I just this baby is so big. This baby, baby Bruce. This, this baby Bruce is a bruiser. Got some velvet. Uh, oh, velvety. Oh, my he's God. So he's so sweet. He's Larry. plumper. And thicker and, and more. Um, I've never seen so many rubber bands around <laughs> an, an arm. arm. There's just, it's there like a Michelin man. Yeah. But the a arms Michelin, and the legs. Little Michelin it is. baby. Yeah. I love it. I love it. And it feels he, so good. Their skin is so cute. He just does. My friend is a new yeah. grandma. Oh, yeah. Does she uh-huh. like it? She has a new baby. Um, 
And it's not Michael Scott. It's Scott Michael is the name of the baby. I'm like, why wouldn't you name it Michael Scott? That would be fun. You know, from The, the office. office. Oh, yeah, that's, that's <laughs> no, don't burden him with that. That's what yeah, yeah, it's Scott Michael. By the time that kid gets older, you know, maybe that'll be, right. maybe it'll be like happy days. There yeah, you he'll, go. he'll be the Fonz of the future. Who's yeah. <laughs> who named their baby the Fonz? I haven't seen a lot of those. No. But yeah. honestly, all right. All right, so when we come back, it's time to Hollywood speak. Some things, Lori, and yes, I... Um, We're going to Hollywood speak. Uh, Beyonce gives an incredible reason why single ladies' video is in black and white. I love this. Mm-hmm. Hollywood speaking. What is the meaning of this? What is the of this? meaning of this? Right. So uh, this was a little nugget from Beyonce's interview with uh, Harper's Bazaar. She's a September cover issue, and she's talking about... This is really a good interview if you're a Beyonce mm-hmm. fan. Because we got... We're really getting good... Yeah. Good, Good, good stuff. I mean, you know, yesterday I was kind of focused on Queen Bee literally having a beehive and a real beehive. I know. I love that. <laughs> she had a photo of her hair looking like a beehive, and then she really does, does have, have a bees. beehive. And uh, Okay, so anyway, so we all remember that uh, the iconic music video, Single Ladies. I'm a single lady. We kept doing the dance. We, well, would, we learned we that would... for the one, what show did we do Single Ladies in? The Project Down in Dirty, Dirty. Michael... Michael taught us. I know it. I think we did it for Rockstar. Was it Rockstar? Yeah, yeah we, did. we did. At the Myth. Uh, yeah. So we remember that. And I remember of course, Donna was so nervous. She had just joined our team. And oh, she yeah. was so panicked. I'm like, you've got this. A group dance, you know. Yeah. Okay, but that. Clean that, rocked it. Of course. She's, she's such a, a good dancer. But we remember that because it was in black and white. Yes. So the leotard. Yeah, Gwen Verdon, who yeah. we end up learning about, you know, from the Fosse Verdon, Fosse Verdon mm-hmm. show. Anyway, I, but one of the best music videos, and of course, Kanye thought, you know, she should have won. Remember that's right. when he interrupted yeah. uh, at oh, the VMAs. Yeah, that epic. This moment. was the best. Beyonce yeah. should have got it. Nobody's arguing with them years later. But anyway, <laughs> she there's a specific reason why she decided to do that in black and white. Okay. She said, I remember being in a meeting with her record label mm-hmm. discussing analytics. And I was told the research discovered that my fans did not like when my photography was black and white. They <laughs> told me I wouldn't sell if it wasn't in color. Okay. That was ridiculous. It pissed me off that an agency would dictate what my fans wanted based on a survey. Who did they ask? How is it possible to generalize people this much? Are these studies accurate? Are they fair? Are all the people I'm trying to uplift and shine a light on included? They're not. It triggered me when I was told, quote, unquote, these studies show dot, dot, dot. I love it. I love it. Those those are, you know, like, and it does. We even make it. These, the studies show, you know, know, these studies show. And it's like, well, wait a second. How do we know that? And so she just did that black and white video. Just to prove a point. I love that. Very cool. Isn't it? Yeah, that is awesome. She said, I quote unquote, I was so exhausted and annoyed with these formulaic corporate companies that I based my whole next project off of black and white photographer, including the videos for single lady. And I, if I were a boy and all of the artwork for I am Sasha fierce ended up being my biggest commercial success to date. I try to keep my human feeling and spirit and emotion in my decision making. Wow. Yeah. Wow. You and say it. I know it. So 
That's how we got single ladies in black and white. Okay, okay. now here's something else for All you. Right. This is posted. This is a posted photo. Bella Hadid sharing the red carpet look that embarrassed her. Now, it, it's posted on our show page, and this is from 2016, the Cannes Film Festival. I remember us discussing this because it was it's a red plunging Slid up to the side of her thigh and mons pubis. Yep. Gown that like it just kind of looked like one boob was covered by a very long banner that kind of went over her other leg, barely covered the mons pubis. And the hey. other leg is completely out and the dress is cut up so high. It's like a bathing suit. Bottom. It is. It is. And I remember it's you, barely there. You, you and I talking about like. How do you walk? How, How do you, you walk? Ever, well, guess what, Julie? Here's what she said. I was nervous in this dress. I looked very sexual, and I was still nervous about cameras and nervous about having a lot of makeup on and nervous about this slit. I kind of get embarrassed when I look at this photo. Somebody talked her into wearing that oh, dress because she's they did. always, she's the. She goes for like Chopard. She's wearing jewelry. That's how she's always at the Cannes Film Festival yes. the last few years. She's like a whatever line of jewelry she works for. So I think what Bella is telling us, she would never wear a dress that was that uncomfortable and that level of like really lingerie, lovely right. lingerie or maybe yacht wardrobe for, you know, just a, you and is like there's nothing to it. Mm-hmm. She's obviously naked under that dress. Yep, naked and waxed. Okay, do you want to know? <laughs> okay, there's not any little curlies poking through that satin. Nope. Okay. <laughs> Have you? Well, you know what? I think it'd be scary. What if the wind came up? What I if mean, something yeah, happened? We can I mean, see you'd be why. afraid. We, we wondered at the time, but this is the dress that she looks back, and this is her red carpet embarrassing moment. I could see that. Mm-hmm. Okay. Do you want to know? So, free guy. The movie is coming out this weekend. It has really good reviews. Oh, yeah. It's Ryan Reynolds. Ryan Reynolds. Oh, yeah, this yeah, looks yeah. amazing. It's yeah. like the life inside of a video game, yeah, right? It's, but it's supposed to be funny and charming and okay. delightful and everything. What have the critics said? Because why haven't said they made this. it be? Or the critics are well, saying I this? I read reviews like a couple weeks ago. So there's a picture of um, that is on um, Blake Lively, Ryan Reynolds' wife, Instagram today. And it's a picture of her from the backside wearing kind of thong bikini Ooh, and a bikini. Blake. And she's standing on her tiptoes on the side of a pool. And Blake, a cutout of Blake, is popping his head out of the water. <laughs> and it says, go see at Free Guy Movie this mm-hmm. weekend or you'll be bummed. Mm-hmm. And it's a picture of her bum. I like it. It's really kind of clever and cute. I I mean, maybe you can look this up. Um, it's one cute. of my favorite guys, you know, Greg Berlanti, who does like Riverdale. And, you know, yeah, he's, yeah, done yeah. All these, he's one of the producers with. Brian Reynolds, I want you to look it up uh, if you can on Rotten Tomatoes because here's just a, a sample of two things. Um, free Guy Review Ryan Reynolds' charm has its limits. That's the oh, LA Times, right. New York Post. Free Guy Review Video Game Romp is one of the summer's best movies. And then the New York Times says uh, Free Guy is like a, hop- a hyperactive puppy. It really wants to be your friend. 85% with 125 reviews. People okay. like it. All right. It's supposed to be. But like RogerEbert.com, yeah. whoever, they yeah. gave it two stars. Okay. The New York Times doesn't like it. So I think it, I guess it's going to depend on uh, how, you know, the, the the fun eyes that you have for it. Yeah. Yes. This movie had a lot of run behind it and a lot of hype right before the pandemic. And it was 
set to be released. And last I was, year? yeah, last yeah. year I was really, really, I mean, I'm a big Ryan Reynolds fan, especially since Deadpool, the way he can bring in yes. comedy right. into action now. It's fantastic. So this movie looks really good. I've heard a lot of good things. Jodie yeah. Comer from Killing Eve. Yeah. I'll be seeing it Sunday night for sure. You will be. Yeah. Yes. And yes. you'll see it in the theaters. It's all I love in that. theaters. I'll be yeah. going to the theater for I this think one. it looks good. Yeah, well, we'll get a he's review. He's just, he's kind of it. He kind of is. He's the, perfect. He, he is. really, I okay. want to be him. I don't <laughs> want those two to ever break up. Oh, no. no they no. are like so good together. No, they're darling. Yeah. Ever since Van Wilder, like 20 years right, ago, came right. out, he has been just on the trail of sarcasm, uh-huh. sexy, and funny yeah. at the same time. Yeah, and the time. proposal with Sandra Bullock and yes. Betty White. I love that You know that what movie. I would love him to spoof? Is James Bond. Do some kind of a James <laughs> yeah. Bond spoof. Where he would be... So good, where he's the James Bond like yeah. character, and he's I, suave, but then he has the comedic side to him as well. I just feel like that is right he's for so satire. He's so fast. He's so fast. But don't you think yeah. that'd be kind of right for some totally. satire? Like totally. Lying. I mean, we kind of got maybe with a little the, with bit with spy, Austin Powers. Austin Powers, yeah. the sh- you know, <laughs> and think how good that was. I mean, there's a lot of room there for seven. I think that's a good idea. Somebody's probably already pitching. Oh, right, I'm but sure. Lori, like, yeah. all right. So just to put in perspective, because we talked about the movie Respect, the Aretha Franklin movie. That's opening this Friday as well. We got to see it on to Rotten Tomatoes. It. That got sixty-two percent. Okay, Free Guy got eighty-five. Yeah. So all right. Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, Jake Johnson, who's in Mission Impossible seventeen or whatever it is yes. with Tom Cruise. He here's what he told uh, the Daily Beast about Tom Cruise. Yeah, he's an intense guy. I mean, all he wants to do in a movie. I cannot make any statements of the man outside of that because I don't know him. But in terms of making movie. If he just wants to entertain an audience, and if you're not all about that, you're going to get knocked off the Bronco. That must have been in relation to the leak tape of him yelling. Yeah, that's he, all I can he think just of. Said, he just said it made him want to be a better movie star. He put a weight room, and he said Tom is intense, but he's about entertainment, and I wanted to be like him. I wanted to do more stunts like Tom does. I wanted. To- he wants to get another job, Julia. Well, we know him <laughs> very well from Stumptown, Lori. Yeah, he was the main guy in Stumptown that we loved. The we love nose. him. But nobody is. We've never. I never saw him in anything before. I mean, I think he's, he's been, been a in a lot of stuff. New Girl. Yeah. Yeah. All right. The Mummy. But I like that. Yeah. He's an intense. All he wants to do. No, I don't know. You know, but yeah, he's covering all of his bases with that statement. Yeah, he is. Yeah. He's intense, and I. And I. I admire that about I admire him. Yeah. Don't ask me about Scientology. He <laughs> <laughs> didn't recruit me. Oh, gosh. Let's see what's going to happen there. All right. We'll be right back. This is Lori and Julia on My Talk 107.1.